Welcome back, everybody, to the globally ranked number 11 Disney podcast, number 11 Cast Conversations. I'm Jeremy. I'm wearing the blue and purple today. I had to rep Cast Conversations. Um, and I also have Phil with me, who is also one of the hosts. And I'm, I'm wearing neon to mm. also to also rep Cast Conversations. It's our new right. color. I right, forgot right. to mention it to you. Um, but yeah, anyways, today on the episode, we have Danielle, who was a cast member from spring of 2017, so a little bit longer ago than our more recent guests. So we'll get, we'll be excited to get to relive her Disney days from a few years ago. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. So, Danielle, let's get into the dirt. Did you ever get drunk in Epcot? Oh, this is how you start every episode now. <laughs> I want to get into the dirt. <laughs> so when you I get have. drunk in Epcot, are you walking from Mexico or Canada first? I always start at Mexico and I always have a Fiesta Margarita. Mm. Okay, that's the correct way to do it. Mexico for me, for some reason, it just makes sense to start there. <laughs> yeah, I always start in Mexico. And so the Fiesta, for those who don't know, is the layered one. It's the one that has um, all three different flavors. Flavors. So which is your favorite? Um, I like the strawberry, the like red pink one. That's my favorite. Strawberry. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. So upon going to Mexico, do you stop by the three caballeros? Um, depends how I'm feeling. Sometimes I just go because the where I get the margarita, it's before the actual pavilion. So if you're smart about it, you get the margarita, and then you go to the pavilion. I'll have a little mm. drink in the pavilion. Look at that. You got it all figured out. <laughs> so backing up before you get drunk at Epcot, how, 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 did your, how did your Disney story begin, and how did you, uh, you get interested in the Disney college program? Um, so... I kind of was born into a Disney family, I guess you could say. My parents mm -hmm. have bought me up on Disney since I was super young. And then um, I went to college on Long Island, and my academic advisor actually knew that I loved Disney. So she was a, um, I don't know what you would say, like through my college, she was the person that represented the Disney College program. So I was actually one of the first people um, through my college to go to the disney college program and oh that's cool yeah that's awesome um so what um what was your ideal role that you could have gotten going into the program mm. um i wanted to be a lifeguard from day one um i would have also liked merchandise or um, food and beverage, which not many people like, but <laughs> for me, I was really interested in it. Um, but yeah, I got my top role as a lifeguard. That's okay. awesome. Yeah, that's We had a lifeguard on a couple weeks ago, I think it was, and they talked about, uh, we'll get into more about training later, but one specific thing I want to talk about is how they did the dummy test, where you would have to watch for a coordinator to just put a dummy in the water and you didn't know when it was going to be and then they would just be like oh you've got like five seconds you got to go get it yeah You're right so yeah, did that ever happen to you yeah it happened probably about once a week like i was there from Oof. january 2017 to august 2017 at least once a week 
that's crazy. Oh my gosh. It's very nerve wracking. That would be because you just like, you need to constantly be watching everything. Yeah. You always had to watch your water. And uh, <laughs> even if you didn't think, if, if you weren't sure, you went in. That was it. Mm, that's smart. So. So, so um, no, go ahead, Jeremy. Well, I was just going to ask how often you had to get in the water. Hmm. Um, for the most part, it was at least, I would say, uh, four times a week for the most part. It depends. During the summer, you're in like every day. And then um, during the winter time, um, like I would say February and March, they only did it maybe once a week. And not many people were in the pool as the summer. Um, in the summer, you had a lot of the different like tour groups and soccer and cheerleading and whatever the case may be. There was tons of people, whether it was their parents, whether it was them in the pool. Um, you know, they could have been trying to do a stunt and they weren't <laughs> supposed to be doing a stunt, but they were doing it anyway. And a girl fell and she smacked her elbow on the bottom of the pool. So there we go. We're jumping in. Um, we were always in the pool for the most part. Dang. You know what so, I would say is when I when I get in there, I'd say you shouldn't have messed up the stunt. Now now I'm here. So <laughs> that sounds like a them problem. Disney actually has like a policy where like if you're a cheerleader or something along the lines, doing something like a lift or whatever, you could get in trouble. They could kick you out of mm, uh, really hotel for doing. Yeah, you're really not allowed to do stunts. The managers at like my pool and stuff would be really get really really uh strict with them. Be like one more time. Oh wow! So I guess like a liability issue. That makes sense. What What was the dumbest thing you saw someone do in the pool? Mm. Uh, dumbest thing I've seen. Um, <laughs> probably jump into the shallow end and then realize it was the shallow end. Um. I feel like at my location, there weren't too many kids, but when there w were kids, parents would just leave them and go to the bar and think we were babysitters. Oh, right. So oh, my gosh. That was like kind of our issue. Um, I got a story is when there was this uh, five-year-old coming down the slide and he didn't have his life preserver strapped. So he came down the slide, hit the water, fell right through his life preserver, and he was just bottom of the pool. Um, oh. oh, man, that's not good. And his parents were at the bar. So, you know, um, stupid. Oh, it was a stupid he, uh, remark on the parents, but. You got to go up to those parents and just say, I charge extra for babysitting, so that'll <laughs> right. be that'll be 20 bucks an hour. Right? <laughs> And and tip on top of that too, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you wanted to be a lifeguard. Um, presumably, you have previous lifeguard experience. I had none. Really? None whatsoever. So, what drew you to being a lifeguard? Um. So, in college, I wanted to do something in the medical field, and lifeguarding um, in the college program was something closest to like first aid, medical. Um, that sort of thing. Um, so when I applied for the college program, I was like, okay, like I'm very into sports and being active, working out that kind of stuff. So lifeguarding for me was, you know, that was the alley I wanted to go down. Hmm. That's not, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good decision. That's cool. um, so you had, didn't have much interest in working at a ride or anything like that? No, 
I don't know, something, I never really wanted to work in a park because personally I felt that it would kind of take away the magic of like, for example, like if I walked into Magic Kingdom and I worked there, like I feel like it would kind of kill the magic mm-hmm. for me personally. Um, I I just didn't have a desire to work at a park because I felt... That makes like, sense. Yeah, so... Jeremy, I, I feel like Danielle might have liked my position quite a bit. Mm, yeah, because Phil was never I, in the parks. except for, I was uh, never in the parks. I was, yeah, I, I was, so I was miniature golf. Um, oh, wow. And so, yeah, I was, uh, I, I mean, I got the recreation aspect of it. <laughs> Somewhat <laughs> yeah, of a sport, I, I guess. A lot. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Without giving away any of the secrets of traditions, um, did you kind of not like traditions because it showed a lot of the backgrounds of the parks um yes and no like I feel like traditions was like an experience that not many people get to have so that was pretty cool Mm -hmm. um and I like that aspect of it um but I think just in general you know being a Disney cast member does take away some of the magic um that's just like kind of how you know some of the in and outs that somebody going on vacation or just going into the park for fun wouldn't know. Um, But I think it, it added as well as it's an experience that I wouldn't have had to have, like I wouldn't have gotten to have if I didn't do the program. So that was really awesome. And um, I think I was, I would definitely do that part again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I really wish that I could relive my traditions. It was, As as if you never saw it either, like right. As if you were doing it for the first time again. Granted, there were parts that were boring, but like as with any meeting, there are. But mm-hmm. wow, they did a good job at like showing you what the magic is right off the bat. Oh man, if if we went back and got rehired, and you got to sit through that four basics class again, whoo! Well, you tell me you don't like Andy. Yeah, Andy with the uh, <laughs> the green check marks. The green, the yellow, and the red zone. No. <laughs> oh, oh, the green, the green zone. Here's like the green zone right here. Isn't this green zone? <laughs> yellow. Don't get in your red zone. <laughs> I'm in the red zone right now. Yeah. Andy was the man. He was the man. But oh, what do you say? Should we uh, throw it to a quick break? Hear from our sponsors with an S and get back into it. So don't go anywhere or we will turn into the 12th pod guest in the world. And we don't want that. We'll be back. Phil, I got a product for you. Let's hear it. All right. It's called a moss ball pet. And now what it is, is it's a little moss ball that you can, it's a, it's going to be your pet. You can take it out of its container, rinse it, roll it around in your hand, and you can enjoy it out of the water, which is its home for just short little periods of time. Hmm. You know what? I mean, Honestly, sounds like the easiest pet you could ever own. It is, and get ready. It can live for centuries. Centuries? And how does centuries. that work? How does that work? Well, you, you take it out of it. It comes with a uh, glass container, and then it comes. the moss ball comes in a uh, small little plastic container. You take it out, mm-hmm. rinse it off, fill up the container, put the moss ball in, and there, you, you did it. Moss balls are also, in Japanese culture, said to bring love, luck and happiness so does like the moss grow on the ball every so often and you gotta kind of clean it off to 
It's almost like giving it a haircut. Is that hmm. you gotta do? That? You know, I'm I'm not quite sure. But what's what's awesome is they have a lot of information on the mossballs on their website, which is www.mossballpets.com. And I do know that mossballs grow over time as well. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty so cool. Not only is it a cool thing to look at, but it's also growing, and you're raising a a little pet. I mean, it's it's honestly pretty cool for. Kind of like a desk idea, um, just kind of a, little, a desk decoration. I agree. Good, good conversation starter. Definitely. So if you like what you hear and you want to get something, go to mossballpets.com and use promo code CASTCONVERSATIONS with no spaces to get 10% off your order. Hey, uh, 10% off is better than nothing off. So that's, I'd that's take what I always say. <laughs> so, exactly so head on over and take a look at our instagram to see what the mossball pet looks like and get one for yourself are you in the need of a water bottle cooler tumbler essentially anything for your water consumption needs phil i mean actually i was i i i kind of had a smaller water bottle that i would use a lot uh-huh. but I I go through it so fast, so I was like, I I need something bigger. Yeah, and especially like with reusing plastic, we want we don't want to like keep using plastic. You want something that you can reuse. So I've got the product for you. It's called Arctic. They have a plethora of sizes to pick from. They've got sixteen ounces, twenty ounces, twenty six ounces, thirty two, and thirty six ounces. They've got so many different ones you can pick from, and a <laughs> one gallon jug. Phil, doesn't that sound amazing? I mean, it does to me, and uh, the uh, ones that they sent us are really nice. Yes. Such high quality. Arctic was awesome enough to send us some to uh, review and look at. We're going to be talking about those more on another episode, but the ones that we got, they, it's, it's just so awesome because they're, they're very inexpensive and they're built so well. It's $28.95 for a 32-ounce water bottle when a competitor's water bottle might be at like fifty dollars it's it's very much so overbuilt not overpriced mm-hmm. yeah so if we look at uh their they've got tumblers for your coffee they have travel mugs they make grills tote bags day coolers backpack coolers the chairs the list goes on and on so yeah it's it's really amazing uh the amount of stuff they have and a very good for all your outdoor needs for exactly. sure exactly um, and, uh, finally, if you are going to be visiting the parks, which I know a lot of you want to, you need a water bottle. Florida's hot. Check out Arctic outdoors.com for all of your water bottle consumption needs. If not, you're going to be hurting cause you need that water to survive. Cause our bodies are made <laughs> of, of like 70% water. And if you don't have it, you're going to be dropping down on main street USA. So get that water bottle or else you are going to be hurting in the parks. All right, everyone. All right, and we are back. So as per usual, we'll get into life outside of the parks. So if you are not working and being a lifeguard and jumping in the water, what were your like daily habits? Like, what did you do? What did you do for fun? All that stuff. Um, I went to Universal a lot. I loved the Harry Potter setup, and I spent a lot of my time at Universal. I went to Senior Frogs. Um, <laughs> what else did I do? There Danielle's is, over here partying. <laughs> 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 no, 
I was just enjoying the whole experience. <laughs> um, actually, I also spent a lot of time at Cocoa Beach. It's like about an hour mm, from Orlando. Yep. yep, I went there. And then um, also me and my roommates did get to go to Disneyland, California, which was really fun. Um, what else did I get to do? I spent a lot of time at the parks, though. I was trying to do whatever I could. Um, a lot of people on YouTube have bucket lists of everything you got to get done. And I made my own bucket list and I didn't get to everything, unfortunately. Um, But it's a goal to get it done in my lifetime. Mm. (laughs) So are you a big Singer Frogs fan? Um, Honestly, no. Yeah. I have a quick story about Singer Frogs and why I don't like it. Um, So I went there with my friend, with my roommate and friend, Michael, he actually paid for my, my my uh, cover fee, I think it was twenty dollars a person to get in or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's always very expensive. And he paid for mine and his, so he oops, he just dropped forty dollars like right there. <laughs> and then we went in there. I kid you not, I am not joking. We went in there for five minutes and left. <laughs> and so he just dropped forty dollars. It was all like middle aged people just dancing with this like guy in a suit and a frog head. Yeah, was I was so loud you couldn't hear a thing in there smoke was every like like um like a uh, party smoke not like cigarette smoke was like everywhere you couldn't breathe you couldn't hear anything but yeah it was not for me yeah i don't know i went with my roommates because they wanted to experience it and i just never liked it i just liked the taco bell on the way home <laughs> phil, phil liked uh no wait you never went to cowboys no no never been every, there either. Every, all the uh all the UK people we talk to uh, love cowboys. (laughs) They love it. It's. (laughs) I heard it was a lot of fun. They said they like it because they like the um, the country vibe, Mm. the country aesthetic. See, I wish I would have went there because I love country music and I love like country bars and everything. And I wish I would have went because that's what everybody says. They say that it's so much fun. There's like line dancing and stuff. That's that's my vibe. So that is always a good time. Universal. Are you a are you a Harry Potter fan? I'm a newly Harry Potter fan. Ooh. Welcome to the community. JK <laughs> Rowling's a little crazy. Um <laughs> trying to stay away from her. But uh have you taken your Harry Potter test? Like what what yeah. house you are? I am Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I'm mm-hmm. a I'm a uh Hufflepuff. Okay. And Phil, what are you? I don't know. I need to do you ask me this every time and I you're, I haven't. You're I've done a, one of these tests like I've done one of these tests several times, and I I never remember. You're you're either a uh, Gryffindor or Slytherin. Should I do one real quick while you guys? Are they take a while. Do it. Oh, do it in the background. Do it in the background. We can. Okay. I'll I'll, can, I'll still be in the conversation. Um. Okay. So you're newly. You're a Gryffindor. Are you a video game person? No. But my boyfriend is, and I don't know if you guys saw the trailer to the new Harry Potter game. Yes, I did. It is awesome. I am so excited for this game, and I'm not really into video games, but I told him that I want to play it (laughs) right when it comes out. It's so cool. You get to, it's a Harry Potter, for those who don't know, it's a Harry Potter role-playing game where you create a wizard, you go through life in Hogwarts, you get to pick your house, you um, get a wand, you learn spells, potions, magical beasts, all of that stuff. Dang. It looks phenomenal. Whatever happened to the... Wasn't there supposed to be a Harry Potter version of 
Pokemon uh, Go. Pokemon Go. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there was, that. and it was like trash or something. Oh, really? Everyone hated it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So Danielle, do you are you afraid of heights? Um, in like what way? Like standing on the top of a building or going on a roller coaster? <laughs> Specifically, going on the Star Flyer in downtown Orlando. It's oh the my swings. Gosh that spin like oh, this yeah. no not doing that oh but if you put me on like ribbit rocket or the hulk like i'm good interesting so you I, you want you want to be like securely strapped in yes yeah, so you want to be now i'm coming down good mm. you want to be zooming down <laughs> swings so i feel you like go I skydiving? Would disconnect would you go you skydiving would... yes i want to really mm-hmm. interesting but swings and no that's a no. no-go. That's a no-go. Well, I suppose that if you're, skydi- if you're skydiving and you die, it's an instant death, right? Like, if you die, it's, it's boom. But it's if you're on probably the star- an instant death if you're on the swings and it breaks and you go flying down. But what if you land in just the way that it, like, breaks a couple legs and gives you severe Ugh. trauma? Ouch. I feel like you can't get out of that swing. Like, there's right. No way you're to locked escape. in. Like, you're, you're stuck. <laughs> That is true. And there are ways to survive um, uh, skydiving, too. So, Yeah, I think, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Not not I. (laughs) Um, What's your favorite park? Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom? Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought we were going to make a new segment out of this, but I don't remember. Um, If you had (laughs) to... How do I... I, mm, Okay. We're going to look at the e-ticket attractions. So, like, Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder, and my missing one, and Pirates. If you had to get rid of one of them, what would it be and why? Um, so, it was Splash Mountain, Pirates, Space Mountain, and Haunted Mansion? Yep. Uh, probably Haunted Mansion. Oh, Haunted Mansion? Why is that? Because Splash Mountain's my favorite ride. Space yes. Mountain's my second ride. And Pirates of the Caribbean is my dad's favorite ride. So we always go on that mm. ride with the family. Mm. So sad so. about Splash Mountain. But <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm glad it'll I'm glad at least it'll be the same ride. Um just rethemed. Yeah, so. I'm sure they'll do a good job with it. They always do. So that's just my favorite ride, though. As a kid, it was like my first like big ride to go on. So, mm. so I'm yep. as long as it still smells the same. <laughs> I know the water yeah. always smelled uh, interesting. The bromine. <laughs> um, so, how about uh, Phil? You want to start us off with the classic Disney questions? Yeah, sure. Um, so Danielle. Uh, what are your top three Disney movies? Okay, so my top Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. My second is Saving Mr. Banks. And my third hmm. one is a tie between Peter Pan and Tangled. Those were unique. Yeah, that, that was good. I like that. Um, and then your favorite Disney character. Mm-hmm. Princess Belle. Belle. Mm, Very intelligent. (laughs) No need to ask the next one. Um, The favorite Disney princess. Uh, But (laughs) 
So what is your favorite Disney song or soundtrack? Hmm. Um, I would have to say the Ariana Grande version of Beauty and the Beast with, um, what's his face? Um, John Legend? When it, yes, that one. When I saw, uh, when I was looking at your Instagram page, because that's what I do. We do that. So I, we have to we, do we research. Stalk our, <laughs> we stalk our guests. Um, I saw you posted a video with, um, <laughs> with that song. That was, that was a cool video, though. Thank I like that. Yeah, it's my favorite. Everything Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. Mm. And then your favorite Disney resort. Ooh. Um, well, normally I'd say the Wilderness Lodge because I'm a little biased. <laughs> the Disney Rivera, I have yet to go, but it looks stunning. I'm mm. really interested in going, and the Polynesian is beautiful as well. So I don't mm. really have a favorite. I just have a few I like. For sure. Yeah. Uh, just want, Is it just the last question? I think yeah. so. Uh, and then, so what is your favorite, or what do you think, what ride do you think has the best queue? Hmm. Have you guys been on Flight of Passage yet? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That queue line is awesome. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. They really did a nice job with that. Also, However, Millennium Falcon is really good, too. I do feel like it gets a little claustrophobic in the cave portion of <laughs> Flight of Passage, but after you get into that, out of that and you're opened up into the forest area, so much better. I like when um, the avatars are in that tube and it looks like they're floating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, like the linking yeah, chamber awesome. it's yeah. sweet or like the body scan yeah i think that's really cool i agree well <laughs> that will do it <laughs> i am jeremy ricardo eason that's my middle name if anyone wanted to know um and oh I think i'm, I'm close i'm philip daniel swartz so close to daniel oh look at that oh and that was Close. our guest today, Danielle. Well, <laughs> we wanted to thank you all for listening. Danielle, thank you for being on. And we hope you all have a magical rest of your day. Goodbye, everyone.